Hello, I want to welcome you to our podcast. My name is Lee, and I'm one of the pastors here at Heights. And our mission is to love and to lead all people to a new life with Christ. So we want to thank you for joining us today. Our podcast is designed uh, just to help you take your next step of faith, no matter what that is. And so uh, oftentimes we talk about issues of theology or culture within the church. Uh, Also just go over practical ways that you can grow as a believer uh, in Jesus Christ. And so today's episode Uh, We have a very, very special guest with us, and that is Dr. Nathan Lorick, and you are the executive director of the Southern Baptist Convention of Texas. Is that all, does that all fit on one side of the business card or is <laughs> that does. like two, is that two it sides? Does. It does, sure. Yep. So, so thank you for joining us well, today. It's a privilege to be here. Yeah, Thanks we really honor. appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, Matt's usually in this seat, our worship <laughs> pastor. And, you know, and so uh, you're, you're going to do just as well. Well, we'll right? make him look good. We'll sure. make him. <laughs> well, good. So you're the executive director and we're going to use SBTC for, for sure, short. Yeah. So uh, if not, the podcast is going to lengthen out a whole lot. Uh, but what is that role that you do you know for some folks that maybe aren't of a baptist background you know they're like well what's an executive director do so so we're a network of right now 24 2704 churches okay and uh that choose to partner with us the volunteer uh, voluntarily partner with us uh to reach texas and impact the world together and so uh the organization that you choose to partner with is the southern baptist of texas convention sbtc and so I have the privilege of leading that organization, which is uh, a, a, uh, an incredible staff team that's spread out all over Texas to serve the churches. And I tell people, any possible way a church can, can think about how to be served, we do it yeah. or we outsource it. Okay. We, any kind of uh, uh, avenue of help and service that you could possibly think of, we uh, we come alongside of churches and do. Yeah, awesome. So let's let's talk a little bit specifically on that with the sure. SBTC. Uh, I know involved in church planning, uh, missions, yeah. you know, leadership. Just kind of what are what are some of the things practically the convention does for churches like Heights because sure. we're we're a partner member yeah. of SBTC. Yeah. So what are just some of those things? Yeah. So as you've already mentioned, we have a pretty robust uh, partnership with uh, Send. Uh, network to mm-hmm. help plant churches in Texas. Yeah, uh, we have uh, revitalization of coming alongside of churches that are plateaued, struggling, declining, and uh, trying to come alongside of them, help them develop new strategy, breathe new life into mm-hmm. them per se, uh, encourage those pastors, help them uh, uh, begin to develop a new vision, and yeah. then walk alongside of them in the implementation of that. Uh, and we do church conflict. Yeah. We come in when churches are kind of at each other and right. kind of help mediate that. We do uh, training when when uh, church is searching for a pastor. We come in and train past, uh, pastor search teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do uh, interims in the yeah. sense that we can help place somebody to do interims. We do. Uh, we have a foundation that does loan uh, loans to churches, asset management for yeah. churches. Uh, Etc. We, you, you know, man, it, it's it's robust from from children's ministry to uh, ladies ministry to special needs ministry mm-hmm. to evangelism, discipleship. I yeah. mean, you name it. Right, uh, man. We have an avenue to come alongside of you. Yeah. Uh, look, here's the we we understand Jesus didn't give the Great Commission to the SBTC, right, or the IMB, or yeah. the North American Mission Board, or even the SBC. So the message mentioned. Jesus gave the great commission to the local church. Right. So our role is not to try to carry out what God's given the, the, to the mission of the local church. Our job is to come alongside of the local church, just mm-hmm. like the Heights, right. and try to help them fulfill the great commission as God's called them underneath 
your leadership as pastor sure. and the leadership of this church. And yeah. So when we look across the landscape of 2,700 churches, our heart beats right. to come alongside of guys just like you and churches just like this to say, how can we help you right. in fulfilling the great commission that God's called you to? Yeah, yeah, no, that's neat. And I, I, we were talking at dinner last night, uh, just briefly, you know, I, I was raised Methodist, became a Baptist over the conviction of being baptized as a believer. Sure. And then when I was like, hey, I need to get baptized as a believer in my early 20s. Like, well, now what kind of Baptist do I want to be? Yeah. And so in my research, I landed at Southern Baptist um, really because of that cooperation, yeah. you know, of, yeah. of, you know, the belief, the Bible's the Bible of missions and then the cooperative program right. and how all that works. Uh, because in, in my heart, one thing I began just as a believer before I became a pastor, I kind of stopped and thought, you know, as and you mentioned that great commission going out and making disciples of all people everywhere. It's like, well, how can I do that by myself? Right. You know, right. Or, or as here at Heights, how can we do that as one local church? We can't be everywhere all at once. <laughs> right, right? Right. And so that's what I love about being a Southern Baptist is yeah. is those partnerships you know, because of the way we can partner together then to advance the, the kingdom out, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I tell churches all the time. Uh, so, for example, we're here uh, this morning uh, in Alvin. And uh, to be able to say to your church, you're here together in Alvin today, but you're also on the eastern coast of Africa. Right. Yeah. You're also in the heart of, you know, um, uh, the Middle East. Yeah. You're, you're in the uh, suburbs of London because right. of that partnership. You fund 3,700 missionaries. Yeah. So I like to tell uh, churches that through the cooperative program is the only place you can be here and everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. around the world at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And there's no other way of cooperating in which uh, a dollar goes further in the kingdom and the, in, uh, right. in the ecosystem of God's work yeah. than a cooperative program because it's spread out across 3,700 missionaries, right. uh, you know, um, church plants all over North America every day, uh, every Sunday. And, uh, you know, at any given time, uh, pastor, there's 20,000 plus seminary students being trained. Right. So, you're investing in the next generation of pastors, missionaries, discipleship pastors, children's leaders, uh, Sunday school teachers, all of those kind of things. Right. And you just really, it's the greatest, I believe, uh, method of cooperation. As we said last night, I grew up in a, in a, um, uh, a form of, of being a Baptist that was, was kind of a, Hey man, we're going to choose our own. Our our own. own. Yeah. They yeah. have to come back sure. and show yeah. presentations and, 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 and position themselves for, for funding. Man, through cooperative program, these people, are, they go and they're able to focus on the mission. Right. There's right. nothing like it in the yeah. kingdom of God, and yeah. in, in the economy of God. So it's a blessing as a Southern Baptist to have the cooperative program and that partnership from churches like this who say we want to be in Alvin and around the world yeah. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's, you know, it's neat because in our um, our membership class here, we, we use the term partner members uh, mm -hmm. to, you know, as at membership locally uh, because we say, hey, as a congregation, we're partnering together sure. to fulfill the Great Commission, which we express it out this way as we want to love and lead all people yeah. to a new life with Christ. I love it. And, um, and, and so in that part of that class, we go over what does it mean to be a Southern Baptist and we explain the cooperative program as basic as we can, because I know that needs charts and graphs yeah. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. But sure. it's really neat to go over things like, uh, you know, of course, the foreign missions, North American missions, church planning, church revitalization, but to help people know 
like disaster relief. Mm -hmm. And to point out, depending on who you read, we're the third largest or second sure. largest disaster sure. relief organization yeah. in the United States. And so I usually kind of make the joke like, hey, if a disaster is struck and you're watching CNN or Fox News or you're, look you, know, you know, look for the yellow <laughs> that's hat, right. that's us. And that's they're right. like, oh, wait, I've seen that. You know? right. sure. Like, yeah, that's us. And part yeah. of that goes that. And you mentioned even the, the seminaries, how, mm -hmm. how our congregation are, are really helping to train the next pastors, missionaries, yeah. you know, church planners through, through their giving uh, in that right. way. And it's really neat to see people who maybe don't have that kind of a background, you know, a Southern Baptist yeah, right. background come in and they're like, wow, that's yeah. really cool. Right. You know, and, right. and uh, for eight years we were up in Pennsylvania and now, you know, and I know you were in Colorado yeah. for a while, so you're going to get this, <laughs> but about half hour of the new members class was explaining Southern Baptist right. and how That's it works right. and giving are. and who yeah. we are and we make our own decisions and these partnerships, you know, Dr. Sure. Lord doesn't tell us what That's to right. do That's as right. a local church. And, you know, we, we had a, a lot of ex-Catholics uh, where we were up in, in, in PA, you know, yeah, coming yeah, out sure. and they're just like, there's no Pope. And I'm like, no, there's no Pope. <laughs> but, but, but I, you know, you know, I found so. over the years, once people get it, yeah, they go, man, I want to be a part of that. Right. Like just the, the thought that they can utilize their resources to invest their resources and their life into yeah. investing in, in people on the front lines in, in uh, unreached places of the world, right. I think gets people excited. Yeah. I like to, to explain to people even today, like for example, Pastor, this morning as we gather here somewhere around North America, there's about 10 or 12 new church planters mm -hmm. who have been working for months and months to get ready to launch today. Yeah. And they woke, they barely slept last night. Right, right. They woke up this morning, they're super early to go yeah. set up. Yeah. Now they're trying to overdose on coffee and just <laughs> beg God for somebody to show up. Yeah. And man, and, and, and that new gospel presence in a city right. only happens yeah. through people sitting in your seats right here in right. Ireland. Yeah. It's only that, that participation, neat. that cooperation. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, it's just, uh, it's the ripple effect, I think, of, of cooperation that God has used in Southern Baptist for so long right. that, um, you know, it's, it's uh, I, I would tell people, you know, you've heard this, it's, it's really not the sacred cow. Right. But it is a sacred how, like sure, the sure. best way yeah. to advance the gospel across mm -hmm. the globe mm -hmm. in the most expedited manner possible. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's shift a little bit more sure. locally to Texas. Uh -huh. And when I say locally, Texas, I know that's a big area. <laughs> uh, but there is a new partnership that just formed with North American Mission Board right. and SBTC. Um, there are, for those that kind of know, there there are SEND cities. Yep. And we always have to be careful how we that's say right. the sin city though you know the marketing <laughs> department could have <laughs> really pronunciate that d yeah, you gotta right. hit the d hard on the, right there's the sin cities <laughs> yeah. but now we're a, a sin state. state correct and so what does that mean because that's something yeah. we talk a little bit about heights sometimes with our you know we did the annie armstrong offering a little bit now and sure. i know that's a very new partnership so just walk us through that a little it bit it is so uh, north american mission board about 2010 created a new uh, uh church planning strategy uh, that they call SEND, mm -hmm. the SEND Network. Right. And uh, they identified several cities. I don't remember what it was, 25, 30 cities, mm -hmm. major metro cities around America. And uh, they they would would do everything they could to, to mobilize church planters there right. and churches around that. But those cities were often regions. Actually, like in Colorado, it was called SEND Denver, but it mm -hmm. was actually a 120-mile stretch of, right. of interstate. Yeah. In major cities, Colorado Springs, yeah. Pueblo, right. Denver, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, what would happen is that church planners in other parts of those states yeah. 
would go, hey, man, we, we love their training. We love the care. We'd love to be a part of it. So uh, SIND began to say, okay, um, partnering with state conventions, maybe you want to just identify the whole state. So right before I left, we actually embraced SIND Colorado versus okay. SIND Denver. Yeah. Uh, and then when I came here, uh, North American Mission Board historically – uh, in the southern states have supported the states with a, a grant, mm-hmm. uh, but the states kind of did their own church planting, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. own assessing, funding, et cetera. And um, we just began to talk to the leadership at North American Mission Board to say, hey, what would it look like what we did in Colorado, what you've done kind of in some of these other states and began to do in some southern states yeah. to, to, to really create a great partnership with the SBTC here, uh, SEND Network SBTC, which gives us the opportunity um, to have a greater assessment process, greater coaching, greater resourcing. And what it allows for us is the SBTC was uh, funding on a three-year yeah. funding for a okay. church planner. And I, you know, I don't know how much, uh, I know you know about church planning, but your listeners, church planning is hard to get done in three years to get right. it to sustainable. <laughs> that, that's kind of bumped to four and then yeah. five yeah. Uh, with the way that culture is today. So. Uh, the SIN network is funding on four years. So okay. for us now, a planter is going to get an extra year of funding right. through SIN. Yeah. And then uh, for us at the SBTC, when SIN took on the funding mechanism, we decided to keep the majority of that money there. Mm-hmm. We're going to fund on top of it. Okay. So now a planter is going to get a, a better coaching, better assessing, better care, greater resourcing, greater network. Yeah. Uh, uh, as far as because they're going to be part of a national network. Right. They're going to get an extra year of funding. Yeah. They're going to get funding on top of that right. from from SBTC. Yeah. And then there's going to be some uh, opportunities for kind of milestone mm-hmm. grants too. Mm-hmm. If they hit a certain mi- markers and milestones, we'll give them a grant. And then on top of all of that, uh, just this uh, fall, uh, it was announced that um, Guidestone in, in North American Mission Board created a new partnership for new church plants who are assessed through SIN Network, so who are assessed through SIN uh, SBTC. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're going to get a year. That planter gets a year of health insurance for his family. Oh, wow. Uh, and if they don't have a retirement account, they're going to have a... Uh, some money deposited into okay. to, uh, to a Guidestone account to help yeah. them just begin to build that right. into the church's DNA. Wow. Uh, there are uh, accounting services available, yeah. website services available, okay. uh, online giving service. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's really never been a greater day to that's, plant that's, with SEND yeah. Network and, and SEND SBTC than today. Wow. That's really neat. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, as a former church planner, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, but we're, we're really anticipating, yeah. man, that we're going to, we're going to, we're anticipating that the SBTC through this new partnership is going to plant more churches than we ever have. Yeah. And yeah. it's needed 30 million people in right. Texas. Some would say 19 million of those to be lost. Right. And so God's bringing the world here. We've just got to be ready. Yeah. You know, yeah. and one of the ways we do that is planting churches. Yeah, yeah. no, and that, and that's good. We were going to pivot on that is a lot of times we, we traditionally think Texas, Bible Belt, yeah. we're good. Yeah. I mean, I know you've been in Colorado. Sure. I've been in Pennsylvania. So you're kind of in the non-Southern yeah. states, even though we're still Southern Baptists. That's a whole nother podcast <laughs> yeah, of what we is. call ourselves, yeah, sure. isn't it? You know, uh, that was another part of the new members class. We're <laughs> like, we're a Southern Baptist convention. Sure. We're not, I'm like, I know, I know, just, just <laughs> go with it guys. Um, but to, to stop, and I think churches like, like ours and throughout the South, we need to kind of wake up to the fact that lost people are, are coming. Mm-hmm. People that don't have church That's backgrounds, right. Uh, or, you know, they, they may have a little bit of a background, but they don't know Christ. So you mentioned 19 million. I've read 20. I mean, you know, yeah, that sure. 1920, uh, that 
that don't know Jesus in Texas. Yeah, right, right. Whereas right. a lot of our members in churches would go, oh, we're Texas, we're good. Like, no, no, no. Like, I yeah. mean, that's the, as you said, people are, are really flocking yeah. here and the opportunities are, are great. And, uh, you know, we go over here at our church in a 10 mile drive radius of just where we're sitting, 56% of our population in that 10 mile drive radius don't go to church anywhere. Yeah. I mean, so even yeah. even in Alvin, that, yeah. that the, the field is, is well, white with I, harvest. You know, I tell churches, look, man, we got 30 million people here, 18, 19, 20 million, whatever that number is, lost people. Um, there's, there, there's, so, so we're living in a time where Texas has the largest population we've ever had. Yeah. We have more gospel presenting tools than we've ever had with right. technology, et cetera. Yeah. More lost people than we've ever had. And I try to help people understand, do you not think as a generation of believers and followers that we're not gonna be held accountable for living in the right. in, in, yeah. in those days yeah. and uh and and not seeing the gospel advance. We've got to get back to those basics of saying, I remember what it was like to be lost. Mm-hmm. And I know what it's like to be saved. Yeah. And I want others to know the freedom of, 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 of Christ yeah. that I have in me. It's good. And to be able to go and share the gospel. Right. Uh, because there's never been a greater day and never been more opportunities to share the gospel through technology yeah. than today. Oh, yeah, yeah. So let's, let's kind of, as we wrap up, let's, let's wrap up with that. How, yeah. how does the partnership continue to be robust between a local church and a state association? Like, wh- yeah. what can we do to kind of further that along, you think, to, to see the gospel go out more? Yeah. Well, let me say thank you for your partnership even today. I mean, there's churches just like this. They're the reason we exist. We like to tell people we exist for the churches and by the churches at the pleasure of the churches. Right. So we're here to serve you. So thank you for partnering with us. But in the future, as, as culture shifts, as, as those kind of things, we've got to stick true to who we are. Right. Uh, the SBTC, uh, we, we stand firm on inerrancy of scripture mm-hmm. and in the infallibility of scripture, we're not going to back off of who we are in that manner. Yeah. Uh, and in fact, we're, we're a confessional fellowship. Lee, uh, the Baptist faith, the message 2000, which is what the statement of faith for the Southern Baptist convention for us, you have to affirm that in mm-hmm. as a church to be able to be a part of our convention. Right. And it, what it does is it allows us to have doctrinal unity, which yep. leads us to missional unity. Right. Uh, and so in the future, as we continue to re, redesign how we can best serve churches, you know, I, I encourage churches actually to press in. I know that you can read stuff online about Southern Baptist and you can yeah. read stuff on, on social media and go, what in the world's going on? And the truth is, uh, you know, with a family of 15 million people, you're always going <laughs> right. to have that. I mean, I have a, I have a, a real family of a lot less people right. than that. Yeah. And, uh, there's some, some, I'm going to go, Oh man, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, but the truth of the matter is, uh, you're always going to have those kind of things. Sure. But Southern Baptists have always been very missions minded evangelism focused. Uh, and, uh, they, they've always been a people who stands on the word of God. Right. Uh, they've been a people who want to cooperate together, see the gospel go forward. So That's we're going to continue to press into those things that have made us who we are right. while trying to figure out, uh, as we look at a new generation of uh, pastors and leaders of how do we now serve this generation, the SBTC specific, uh, you know, it was only founded in 1998. Right. So we're 23 uh, years yeah. old, almost 24 years yeah. old. And uh, in November of 23, we'll, be 20, we'll celebrate our 25th anniversary. And um, Lee, in 1998, when this thing was formed, number one, I was in high school. <laughs> uh, number two, um, you know, there were, there were, most of the pastors who were there were 120 churches that started. Right. You know, we're, we're kind of in their 40s. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're, I mean, 24, 25 years, they're, yeah. they're kind of hitting mid 60s right. and some are, have retired, sure some are retiring, yeah. some are getting geared yeah. up towards that, thinking through those things. 
And this convention, this network of churches has served that generation really, really well. Gone right. from 120 churches to 2,704. Yeah. Um, you know, about $900,000, I think, first year budget to about 27 million, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a whole generation behind them coming up now. Yeah. And so what we're, what we're having to figure out as a network is, okay, how, you know, this, 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 this network of churches, this organization has served that generation so well. Yeah. We want to continue to honor them and continue to serve them. But how do we begin to shift to a generation coming up who are in their 20s and 30s? Right. And how do, we, how do we begin to say, how are we going to serve you yeah. for 20 years, 25 years? Because uh, I'd love nothing more than in 30 years to, to, to sit here and have this conversation with you and go, man, this has been incredible 25, 30 years. Right. Now it's ready for another generation. Sure. And it be relevant and yeah. still helping churches pierce the darkness and right. see the gospel advance like never before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, thank you so yeah. much for that. That was, that was good. And I, I agree because one of the things I, I read recently, I've been reading through the book of Nehemiah yeah. and um, in chapter three, it's really one of those chapters you feel like you can skip because it's just like <laughs> such and such built the wall yeah. with this person and this person. Right. And so I was kind of, you know, reading through all the names, but the phrase next to him, kept coming up. So Nathan was next to Lee while building, you know, Fred was next to Tom. I know I'm using old Testament names there, but you know, but that phrase next to him kept coming up. And in that chapter, it was used 11 times. And then after him was used, you know, so after Nathan and Lee was after, you know, this person came after them, that was used 14 times. And so when I was reading through that chapter, that word cooperation hit my head to think, look at them, they're building the wall next to each other. And then after they go, there's a generation after them, you know, people stepping in and, and that's the beauty of that partnership. It is. And, 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 And people say to me sometimes, uh, why, why do we need a state convention? Right. Right. Why do we need associations? Why sure. do we need those kind of things? Well, I think if you look at the New Testament, right. I mean, look at Paul, for example. Yeah. Paul, I think, is the ultimate networker. He, right. I think Paul <laughs> was somewhat of an executive director of a network That's ministry. Right. That's right. Because yeah. he's constantly saying, sure. tell so-and-so, thank you for this. This person refreshed me. I'm sending so-and-so to you. Right. It's, it's just, it's this network of cooperation. And, and so when people say, what do you do? After I try to explain, I say, well, my role is kind of like a Pauline role. Right. I am just trying to send people there to encourage people to try yeah. to refresh people, try yeah. to, you know, and it's just this, this, this network of brothers, uh, pastors and churches who are working together, right. see the gospel advance in the name of Jesus be made known. Yeah. And so there, you know, I think there's an absolute biblical case for the sure. need of a greater network right. of churches working yeah. together, which That's is awesome. Association of State Conventions in our national yeah. SBC. Yeah. Well, very good. Well, thank you so much yeah. for the time. We Absolutely. appreciate it. That, that was good. And so I want to thank you for joining us today. And uh, we appreciate Dr. Lorick being here sharing that. And, and thank you uh, for those of you that are watching, uh, that are a member of Heights Baptist Church, one of those partner members that, that stand next to all of us and share the gospel. We want to invite those of you that may be in our area to one of our uh, services in person on a Sunday morning. We have our life groups at 9 a.m., our worship service at 1030 a.m. If you're not able to join us in person, we stream that 1030 service here on our Heights YouTube page over at our Heights Facebook page. So if you've not already, click that subscribe button here on the YouTube page, like the Heights Facebook page. That'll keep you uh, up to date on all of our digital content. And until we see each other again. Hope you have a great week and God bless.